2: Hello, fellow patriots and liberty lovers everywhere. Great to have you along. Uh, You can tell, uh, I guess we're getting on the other side of that front now. It's a little bit cooler outside this afternoon and certainly going to be substantially cooler for the next few days. But I think uh, many of us probably are ready for a a little break from the hot temperatures. Uh, Great to have you along today as we get rolling here in hour number two on Tuesday. And as always, your input is invited, encouraged, and welcomed. Here's how you join me and be a part of the conversation today. All you have to do is give me a call. Use the ingles Advantage Talk Line number, 800 347 1063, or if you prefer to text me, use the CSRP Common Sense Retirement Planning text line number, 71307. And my email address remains, as always, Bob at 1063WORD.com. So I mentioned uh, this uh, list of 17 questions. Uh, These are suggested questions for uh, President Trump tonight to uh, ask his uh, opponent, uh, former VP uh, Joe Biden. And uh, these are are pretty good. In fact, I don't know that I would have put them out uh, in advance of the debate to uh, kind of uh, give Joe a, a heads up. But then again... You know, even if he has the questions right in front of him, it remains to be seen whether or not he'd be able to compose an answer to them. So here's a few of them. If you are looking for a list of things President Trump is likely to hammer Joe Biden over during tonight's debate, his campaign has published a list of 17 questions that, quote, Joe, your son, uh, that that Biden should be asked, uh, beginning with. Joe, your son, Hunter Biden, received a $3.5 million wire transfer from a Russian billionaire who was married to the former mayor of Moscow. He also, Hunter, that is, had a joint bank account with a Chinese national that financed $100,000 in credit card purchases around the world. This all happened while you were vice president, Why would people connected to the Russian and Chinese governments want to give your son millions of dollars? Number two, you recently said you, quote, got started at Delaware State University, a historically black college. The school says they have no record of your ever attending there. What did you major in there? Number three, in June, you said you were vetting your own potential Supreme Court picks and promised you would release your own list. Now you say you won't release a list. Why go back on your pledge? Number four, your running mate, Kamala Harris, said last year that she was open to adding as many as four seats to the Supreme Court. Now more leading Democrats are saying your party should pack the court. If they get the chance, are you refusing to answer whether you will go along with this radical plan because you're too weak to stand up to it? Number five, in January 2017, you said the Democrats should not block President Trump's nominees for the Supreme Court. You said you believe the Constitution requires the Senate to give the nominee a hearing and a vote. In 2016, you said you would go forward with the confirmation process of a Supreme Court nominee even a few months before a presidential election, just as the Constitution requires, quote. Now, you say the Constitution requires the exact opposite. How do you reconcile that change? Number six. In 2008, you promised Americans that if they made less than $250,000, they would not pay a penny more in taxes. You broke that promise and imposed new taxes that directly impacted middle-class Americans. Now, you're claiming you won't raise taxes on anyone making more than $400,000. Why should voters believe you now, especially since you've said you will reinstate the individual mandate tax? Number seven, as vice president, you oversaw the weakest economic recovery since the Great Depression. What would you do differently if you were elected? Number eight, your plan would raise the U.S. business tax rate higher than China's rate. Won't that make it more expensive for companies to do business in America and ultimately send jobs overseas? Number nine, President Trump imposed restrictions on travel from China on January 31st to combat the spread of the coronavirus. Why did it take you two months to say you supported that decision? And I would add to that question, why did you at that time criticize President Trump as being racist. Number 10. In 2008, you and Barack Obama promised to fully fund the federal COPS program, which provides resources to local law enforcement. But funding for this program was cut while you were VP, despite your promise. Why did you fail to keep your word? Number 11. Earlier this year, your campaign staff donated money to the Minnesota Freedom Fund, an organization that bailed out of jail, a rioter who shot at police officers and other violent criminals and sexual predators. Your running mate, Kamala Harris, also urged people to donate to that group and is still raising money for it. Do you condone that? Number 12, You say if you're elected, you'll push to give citizenship to the 11 million undocumented people in our country. Why do you believe they should receive Medicare and Social Security benefits? Number 13, when you were running for president in 2007, both you and Obama pledged to renegotiate NAFTA, a promise you did not keep when you were in office. You recently blamed Republicans for this, saying they wouldn't go along with it, but Democrats controlled Congress in 2009 when the Obama administration announced it would not even try to change NAFTA. So why did you fail to keep your word? Number 14, when you voted to give China most favored nation trade status in 2000, you said you did not foresee the collapse of the American manufacturing economy because of it. But by one estimate, it led to the loss of 1 million manufacturing jobs in the U.S. Do you acknowledge that your vote to give China most favored nation trade status was a mistake that hurt American workers? 15. The 2009 H1N1 swine flu pandemic infected 60 million americans when you were vp and the federal government depleted its strategic stockpile of n95 masks in response a fact check by usa today found that your administration made no effort to replenish the stockpile of masks despite warnings from experts do you accept responsibility for that failure which left america unprepared for another pandemic 16, your campaign says it is a lie that the Biden-Harris ticket is the most radically pro-abortion ticket in U.S. history. Are there any restrictions on abortion that you support? And if so, please be specific. And finally, you said the N-word 13 times during a 1985 Senate nomination fight when you were quoting something attributed to someone else. Do you think that was appropriate? Is that the only time you've said the N-word? So those are just a few. It's uh, going to be fun. It's going to be fun. In on the text line, Hi, Bobby, just came from Walmart Mini Market in Simpsonville. The signs are gone, requiring masks. Good thing, since I am done with them anyway. Quarter after four here on the Bobby Mac Show. Quick break here. Step aside for a moment and then right back as we roll on here in hour number two on WORD. Welcome back. 420 here on the Bobby Mac show on this Tuesday afternoon. Great to have you along. Appreciate you spending some time with us today. In on the text line 71307 Bobby, I walk into the kitchen and forgot what it was I went in there for. At least that is until I started wearing memory foam shoes. Joe Biden needs a pair of memory foam shoes for tonight. I don't, even, I don't think even those would help. Uh, Bobby, what happens if uh, Biden strokes out during a debate from the pressure and can't continue? Would uh, Kamala Harris automatically be nominated? Well, that would be up to the DNC. That would be uh, their decision. Right? Uh, Bobby, my brother who lives in Chicago, oh boy, and I have been in a cuss-laced texting war (laughs) about President Trump and Joe Biden. He's throwing the usual PBS, CNN, MSNBC, New York Times commie talking points. I counter them. He doesn't believe me. I finally told him I'm 99% sure I can't change his mind, and I'm 100% sure he won't change mine. Well, you got to remember, you know, liberals are rarely influenced by facts. Uh, Bobby Mack, I lived in New Jersey 25 years ago, and I worked for the New Jersey State Golf Champ, who owned a golf car dealership. Getting rid of the old batteries and the chemicals with them was no easy task It is quite harmful to the environment and a whole different issue set. So it doesn't make sense to use batteries that have to be charged up by coal-fired or oil-fired furnace plants. Takes damn near a quarter acre of solar panels to power a refrigerator, for crying out loud. Uh, Bobby, do you think they would let Tom Fitton from Judicial Watch sit behind Chris Wallace to keep an eye on things during all of this tonight. I would love to see it. You know, if we're going to have a fact checker there, uh, he would do nicely. Uh, Bobby, how many times do you think Biden will call Chris Wallace Mike Wallace? Yeah, we could put that on the uh, drinking game for tonight. Bobby, knowing Donna Brazile's dishonest tactics uh, with uh, Hillary... At a town hall on CNN. Why in the world does Fox News want her on their network? Makes me wonder about Fox News. Um, Bobby, did you know they have some form of laser technology now? They can fire a beam from across a football field and put words in your head. No joke. Not sure if it's protected, uh, if it's perfected, I should say. But it probably is. Be tough to use it inside the building, I guess. Hey, Bobby, all I'm saying about tonight is if they left two swords and two shields on the stage, it would be fine with me. <laughs> hey, Bobby, Mac. Remember, Diane Feinstein told uh, Judge Barrett, "The dogma lives loudly in you," referring to her Catholicism. For fellow Catholics, Biden and Pelosi. The dogma couldn't be detected in them by a doctor with a stethoscope from uh, Alan R. in Spartanburg. Hey, Bobby, is Jeff Durham going to be the voice of Walter tonight? (laughs) Uh, Just in, Bobby Mack, Underground News has it that Biden has been training with subliminal messaging. Gotcha. Bobby, I hope somebody hijacks Biden's earpiece. Oh, speaking of Feinstein, by the way. I'm looking at a picture of her walking through the uh, private aviation terminal at Dulles International Airport in Virginia. It's a few miles from where I lived out there in Fairfax County. Senator Diane Feinstein, Demon Rat California, was spotted without a mask at Dulles International Airport in Virginia on Friday despite in June, having called for the FAA to adopt mandatory mask mandates at airports, on airplanes, and on public transportation due to the uh, Chinese flu. The photo obtained by Tucker Carlson tonight shows Feinstein on Friday near a man wearing a face mask while walking through signature flight support at Dulles International Airport. That is the terminal that services passengers flying private. Because you know, of course, Feinstein is not about to come down to the level of a flying commercial aircraft. Uh, She was uh, arriving. uh, Record show Feinstein's husband's private jet, a Gulfstream, uh, departed Dallas International around 1 o'clock and arrived San Francisco a few hours later. Feinstein wrote to the FAA, urging them to issue clear nationwide mandatory mask requirements for all aviation employees and travelers in late June. Yeah, you know, uh, one set of rules for thee and another set of rules for me is the way these things uh, usually fall. Uh, Bobby Mac, a Star Trek fan here, Have you seen the photo uh, where they put Biden in the futuristic wheelchair they had Captain Pike in? Too funny. (laughs) Yeah, sad but true. Uh, How's this for a thought? The Democrats elect new leadership. Now they declare this election a loss and concede to President Trump apologizing to the country for their actions over the last four years. They claim to do this in the name of the country and unity, uh, giving Trump his second and final term, restoring a little bit of faith in the Democrat Party, and they would actually possibly have a chance to do something in 2024. Are you kidding? Have you been paying attention to the way these people operate? Hey, Bobby, is Hunter going to be picking up pop? in a rental. Hey Bobby, just look at these phony 1040s for Biden and Harris. Isn't it nice? There is tax software out there to crank out anything you want. This is beyond phony. Look where their social security number should be empty. If it were real, it would have been redacted. I really hate Democrats. They think we are so stupid. Uh, Bobby, forget jamming Joe's earpiece tonight. Just send him a ultra high frequency signal that will make his ears bleed. And uh, let's watch him try and explain that one. Bobby, I'm unclear why the Democrats are so confident about this debate. Trump held his own against Hillary and Joe Biden is no Hillary. He's a, uh, you know, uh, the thing. Well, I think the reason why they have some confidence going, there are two reasons why they have some confidence going into this. Number one, uh, the fact that uh, many people are aware, despite the media trying to cover for Biden, they have seen uh, the various instances where he has struggled to put together a sentence. And yet there have been other instances where uh, he's managed to actually seem like uh, somebody who knows what he's talking about to some degree. Anyhow, so if he's able to sound halfway cogent tonight, uh, they'll all declare it the uh, greatest debate performance in presidential history. And the other aspect is uh, from the same vein, and that is that the media is going to declare Biden the winner no matter what, you know. They just are. Um, We we heard some news again today about uh, the uh, development of uh, vaccines ongoing. Typically, of course, these vaccines require years of research and testing before uh, even reaching uh, the clinic. But scientists now are racing to produce a safe and effective COVID-19 vaccine by next year. In the meantime... The Bobby Mac semi-professional players suggest a new treatment for your current ills.
0: Get ready for the most important drug of 2020, Pandemicil. Pandemicil doesn't treat any of the issues from COVID-19, but it does bring relief to just about everything else. Warning, side effects include lethargy, depression, drowsiness, bankruptcy, enlarged butt cheeks, spontaneous combustion, bad breath in a mask, foot fungus, ordering from DoorDash, paralysis, anger, you may discover you married the wrong person, seizures, testicle erosion, detached retina from watching too much TikTok. Stop taking Pandemicil if you experience suicidal thoughts. Or if you start wondering why you ever had children in the first place, loss of teeth, erectile dysfunction, wine addiction, beer addiction, pot addiction, Netflix addiction complete disdain of zoom meetings anal leakage may cause walking dogs and bathrobes other side effects include constipation clubfoot web feet lockjaw and brain damage it's time to take control of your life like that's even possible don't even ask your doctor if pandemisil is right for you he'll just stick a swab up your nose and tell you to stay home pandemisil once daily for a more tolerable pathetic existence it might kill you but then again it might not
2: well you know uh, everything has a downside right Uh, 4.30 here on the Bobby Mac Show. Annie is ready to go to update the news. I'm right back on the other side here on Tuesday on WORD. right welcome back great to have you along boy you can tell it uh, feels cooler outside already 23 before 5 here on the Bobby Mac show so you know the uh, New York Times made a big deal about uh, writing this story that ostensibly was based on uh, President Trump's leaked federal income tax returns by the way Uh, The New York Times refused to release the documents that their story was supposedly based on saying they were protecting their sources. Well, they certainly need to be doing that because releasing anyone's tax documents is a felony, not only for the leaker, but for the New York Times for publishing them as well. Uh, the top Republican on the House Ways and Means Committee, that is Kevin Brady, congressman from Texas, has called for an investigation into the source, the individual who released President Trump's tax return information to the New York Times over the weekend, calling it illegal and saying it was done for political reasons, both of which are accurate. Uh, Brady slammed what is what his office called a potentially uh, potentially criminal leak of the president's private tax information, which the New York times published over the weekend saying the president paid no federal income taxes at all in 10 of the previous 15 years quote, while many critics question the articles accuracy, equally troubling is the process that a felony crime was committed by releasing the private tax return information of an individual, in this case, the president's, to ensure every American is protected against the illegal release of their tax returns for political reasons. I'm calling for an investigation of the source and the prosecute if the law is broken. I, and I'm sure that uh, upstanding politicians like Jerry Nadler and uh, Nancy Pelosi will rush to form a committee to investigate this, don't you think? Uh, A lawyer for the uh, Trump organization, Alan Garton, denied to the New York Times that the president paid such a small amount of taxes, saying in a statement obtained by Fox News that Trump, quote, has paid tens of millions of dollars in personal taxes to the federal government including paying millions in personal taxes since announcing his candidacy in 2015. The New York Times story is riddled with gross inaccuracies. Over the past decade, the president has paid tens of millions of dollars in personal taxes to the federal government. While we tried to explain this to the Times, they refused to listen and rejected our repeated request that they show us any of the documentation they purport to be relying on to substantiate their claims. Obviously, this is just part of the Times' ongoing smear campaign in the run-up to the election. Meantime, the president has been on the defense since the publication of the report calling it fake news and totally made up. On Monday, the president put out a series of tweets explaining that he had paid millions of dollars to the IRS, And argue that he is entitled to tax credits just like everyone else. The Times is overlooking uh, one salient point here. There is a world of difference between uh, tax evasion and tax avoidance. And anyone who is smart in business obviously wants to pay the smallest amount of taxes they can. I do You do. In fact, I I end up probably not taking some deductions that I could take uh, just because of what I do for a living, having uh, prompted an inquisition from uh, our friends at the IRS in the past. So now, you know, if there's any question about it at all, I just uh, don't bother with it. But uh, it, it certainly... Fair to point out, tax evasion is one thing, uh, and tax avoidance is another. By the way, how about the uh, overreaching generosity of people like Biden? You look at their tax returns over the years, and when Biden was is making like, you know, $350,000 a year, before he started collecting the big millions after uh, leaving office uh, following the uh, Obama administration, uh, Routinely, all of these Democrats give a pittance to charity. Almost nothing, like 1% something. Uh, In on the uh, text line, Heck, Bob, uh, shove that potato head out there with an earpiece in each ear and one stuck in his rear. It's not going to do him any good for that matter. Send him out with his teleprompter because he can't even read what's on it. Back to the phones we go here this uh, Tuesday afternoon. Let's go across the North Carolina line to Hendersonville and bring in Chad here on the Bobby Mac Show. Hi, Chad, and welcome to the program. Hey, Bobby. Yes, sir.
1: Um, yeah, I um, have actually been volunteering with uh, Madison Cawthorn's um, campaign, and um, he's having signs stolen all around um, the 11th district, um, massive numbers of signs. And um, I, just, I just think it's terrible that um, the Democrats have stooped and have gotten to this desperate level. Basically, this is you know, the same mindset as someone like Putin that poisons his opponent. They're <laughs> going to use any means necessary to destroy the other side. They can't win it based on principles and ethics and policy.
2: Yeah, quite correct, uh, which is why uh, they, uh, they are so distraught about uh, Judge Barrett being nominated to the Supreme Court because since, as you correctly point out, Democrats can rarely win at the polls, that is, without ballot harvesting or mail-in ballots that uh, they use to cheat, uh, they can't win at the polls on issues, and so they depend on activists in the judiciary uh, to help them do their job for them. And all this, this, uh, uh, theft of, uh, of campaign signs is, is merely, uh, what was the expression that Pelosi used? Uh, one arrow in their quiver. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. And, uh, I, I also just wanted to mention he has a debate. Um, Madison has a debate tomorrow night on WLOS. So, um, definitely tune in. It should be Good. The, uh, race is apparently a dead heat right now
2: nice yeah that's that's good to know and that'll be on channel 13 what time was that again tomorrow night chad i do
1: not have the time unfortunately but um i know it's tomorrow night i want to say yeah i'm not even going to guess mate
2: yeah okay i'll tell you what i'll take a peek at their schedule and uh, find out uh if it's seven o'clock and it's an hour debate uh alex trebek fans will be disappointed (laughs) but be that as it may. <laughs> Thanks for the call, Chad. I appreciate it, and I'm sorry that you guys are experiencing that up there. It's, it's par for the course these days. 14 before 5 here on the Bobby Mac Show. Step aside for a moment and then be right back with more here in hour number 2 on Tuesday on WORD. welcome back nine before five here in the uh, closing minutes of hour number two of the Bobby Mac show of course uh, the uh, presidential debate tonight will be heard right here all the presidential debates will be heard on uh, woRD nine in front of five o'clock by the way about this uh, debate uh, coming up for the uh, NC 11 uh, congressional race I think Chad may have had the uh, the date wrong for that uh, looking at uh, channel 13's website. Uh, Madison Cawthorn and Moe Davis uh, will participate in a debate on Wednesday, September the 9th, hosted by Southwestern Community College, and that will be live streamed on uh, on WLLS's website. Okay, and uh, the uh, social problems class at uh, SCC uh, will be handling the uh, will be composing the uh, the questions. For that debate, so that's uh, next Wednesday. Here's another one. What is up with these people? Is this some kind of mental illness that these individuals had? First, we had this uh, white woman in where was it, Seattle, uh, who <clears throat> identified as being black and actually got herself elected the head of the uh, local NAACP chapter. Just a couple weeks ago, we had this George Washington University professor who also had been uh, passing as black, as they say. You know, back in the days, the days of uh, true segregation, uh, there were African Americans who would pass as white, as they say. And now uh, we, we see it uh, turned on its ear. A University of Wisconsin-Madison grad student stepped down from leadership roles in the university's grad student union after admitting that she had dishonestly presented herself as a, quote, person of color. In a letter published on the website Medium on September 6th, University of Wisconsin grad student C.V. Vitolo Haddad apologized and admitted that she had been dishonest about her racial and ethnic background saying, quote, I am so deeply sorry for the ways you are hurting right now because of me. She also admitted that the feelings of betrayal people felt because of her were caused by her dishonest presentation of her racial ethnic identity. All of those things are a consequence of how I have navigated our relationships and the spaces we share. Whatever the heck that's supposed to mean. Vitolo-Haddad announced that she's trying to repair the damage her deceit caused and that the first step towards that, however, is to resign my position as co-president of the Teaching Assistance Association. So she was a TA at the school. That's a labor union at UW Madison, representing grad students who are employed in various capacities at the university, but mainly in teaching positions. At the time of publication, this is from Zero Edge, uh, Vitolo Haddad was not listed on the officers section. She also announced in her letter that she would resign from her p- position as a, a grad teaching assistant at the university. In a second letter, Uh, Published two days later, she confessed that she was not at all of black ancestry and was, in fact, Italian and Sicilian. She acknowledged that she should uh, have never entered black organizing spaces, saying they are not my place. She attempted to portray her guilt as the cause of her admission, writing that once realizing this, it wasn't sufficient to just leave. I should have explained that directly to the people who invited me and clarified my identity. When asked if I identify as black, my answer should have always been no. There were three separate instances I have said otherwise. She said in a doctoral, she is a doctoral student at the University of Wisconsin's School of Journalism and Mass Communications. Swell. CNN, she could have gotten a job there, reported that uh, she was previously offered a tenure track position at Fresno State in California. The university told the network that she would not be receiving the position. Well, no, it's got to go to a person of color, right? Not exactly the first major public case of a white woman impersonating someone from a minority group. A campus Reform recently reported on George Washington University professor who had similarly pretended for decades to be black. That professor, Jessica Krug, also resigned from her teaching position. Wow. Mental. Just got to be mental, doesn't it? Stand by. We'll uh, check the news at the top of the hour, and then the five o'clock follies begin on the other side here on the Bobby Mack Show on Tuesday.
0: His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt,
2: Hi-ya! and
0: even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician.